This episode of the Play Too Much podcast is brought to you by the Chain Theater. The Chain Theater is the home for live theater performances in Queens. Located in gorgeous Long Island City, the Chain Theater has been home to fantastic shows, including the NYIT Award-nominated Talk Radio, and is currently gearing up to launch their latest play, The Pillow Man, which runs from September 18th until October 3rd. We actually got to take a private tour of this beautiful space with the theater's co-founder, Kirk Kostowski. This evening will be here and there. We've done in the round stuff and built up a stage in the middle. So you guys, um, you guys have made this. Yes, that's so cool. Yeah, we made everything. <laughs> wow. We hung the grid. I mean, like, yeah. Wow. Don't take our word for it. Check out the theater for their performance of the Pillow Man from September 18th through October 3rd. And as a special bonus, enter promo code Play at checkout to receive discounted tickets for the Pillow Man. So for tickets, directions, and more information, visit www.chain-theater.org. That's chain-theater.org. All right, now it's time for the Play Too Much podcast. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Play Too Much podcast. Uh, For those of you who don't know what the Play Too Much podcast is, we're talking about all things music. Um, I'm Alana. I'm Mark. That's my sidekick. Um, Sidekick? Yep. We've got an exciting show today uh, with an interview and performance from one of my favorites, Tyler Lyle. Uh, But before we get to that, I'm going to talk about Beyonce being at Made in America. How was that? I didn't check it out yet. Um, It was just bananas and beautiful. And I was supposed to go, and I'm very bitter that I wasn't able to go because all my favorite people were there. Who else besides Beyonce? I think Big Sean is there this weekend. Was he always Big Sean or was he ever just Sean and then he gained some weight? Well, it shows how much you know. Very little. skinny. Uh, Is he tall? Uh, No, he's very short. He makes fun of that too on his album. Because didn't Lil Bow Wow get rid of the Lil? Yeah, when he grew up. But this guy's not Lil Big Sean. (laughs) He should be. That would be confusing. (laughs) Is Lil Wayne still Lil Wayne or is he Wayne? He's Lil Wayne. He's also Wheezy, right? Yeah, he's got a bunch of nicknames. What are some other ones? Uh, Lil Romeo. That's not Lil Wayne, though. That's Lil, Lil Romeo. <laughs> You're just adding Lil to everything. Why Lil know that? B? Lil B. That's not a good name. Lil B, the bass god. Wouldn't it be funny if he wasn't even that good at playing bass? Yeah, but I don't think that's what that means. What else does, would it mean? Like bass, like he plays, like he's on second base and he's good at stealing it's third? It's definitely not a baseball reference. What kind bass of reference god. is it? Hold on. Urban Dictionary says, refers to the rapper Lil B. Based includes having many hoes, being a mansion, swagging to the maximum. Wait, being a mansion. How oh, many is considered a lot of hoes? That's a whole nother level of existence. What number is a lot? I don't know. It says having, having many hoes and being a mansion. You can't b- be based unless you are a mansion. What do you mean you are a mansion? It says being a mansion. What does that even mean? That's not even a thing. Know. That's what Urban Dictionary says. Real quick, uh, you know how Urban Urban Dictionary is? The side ad is the thing for Raisin Bran. <laughs> yeah, wait. Because that's big in the hood these days. <laughs> was Kelly Rowland at Made in America? No. Oh. Don't ask silly questions. Why? Why oh. wasn't she there? I mean, I think I think Kelly Rowland is more famous than Big Sean. That's No, that's not true. It is where that I come from. That is factually incorrect. Anyways... So Made in America is this weekend, um, and we can't all be there, and it's very sad. But for those of you who can be there, you're all very, very lucky, and I envy you. Also, if you're in Cambridge, Massachusetts, or New York City, keep an eye out for the boys of Nancy, who will be at the Boston Comedy and Arts Festival on September 11th, and they'll be at UCB Chelsea in New York on September 21st doing their show, Nancy Home is Where the Song Is, and 
they're two super super funny dudes um and they actually stopped by Mark's apartment and he and I got to talk with them about their new album and their show and they're just really smart and funny and talented um here's the interview is there going to be another album are you guys working on another album yeah uh we haven't like uh necessarily started working specifically towards an album but we've we've been uh writing new songs like culminating yeah. stuff yeah it's been really exciting kind of starting this uh, the process again because for so long it was like working on the show working on the album and that was like a singular effort right or maybe a dualistic effort um, and now that we've sort of got those in a place it's like oh those are done they're finished we can play them around we can play them whenever know them by heart uh, and it's easier to start the new stuff now um and yeah, we've got some stuff we're really excited about. Um, I, I'm also pumped for the next time we do the album because I love this, but we also, it was a long kind of difficult process, mm-hmm. like really hard. And we're both perfectionists. Right. And, and we never, uh, we always pick long, arduous projects and we always get involved to the point where we're fine tuning and tweaking everything. And, you know, it's, it's like, you know, most people like they write a song and record it and get somebody to help them do it and they make a video and it gets a million views and then they tour the country and then they make a full album and we're just like now we're gonna make a full album and a show and a uh, hour-long web series all these things um, yeah but that's we kind of like the com- complete approach uh long story short i'm very excited to use what we've learned in the recording process to approach the next one and give ourselves more time give ourselves time to sort of like I wouldn't say rewrite the songs in the studio, but musically have more space because I think um, our producer Andrew did a great job adding things and a lot of the musical things that aren't guitars are things that he added there, the keyboard and drum stuff that he did, but it was also harder to do that afterwards than in the moment. Um, And I want to also say Adam Bozarth produced all of our sketches and that was really awesome. We really liked our album having like a longer narrative thing. but also I've been re-listening to the Flight of the Concord stuff, and I, it's great how much theirs can also just play right through. So it's just like, and then, you know, Bo Burnham's like sketches and live, and it's just the possibilities are endless. There's a lot of inspiration yeah. to pull from. We'll find a new way to make it complicated. Yeah. And where can people <laughs> find out, like, more info for you guys? What's the best place to look you up for people that are listening to this? That's kind of a personal question. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind. We'll, we'll edit that out. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we refuse to answer. Um, for a long time, they couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. Now we're excited to say that... Uh, uh, nancycomedy.com mm-hmm. is our website which has our dates uh, you can get the album there uh, nancycomedy.com uh, we've got a link to our band camp which is nancymusic.bandcamp.com mm-hmm. you can also find it on iTunes and Spotify Nancy Screams the Hits um, and obviously on Spotify you can listen for free on Bandcamp you can listen for free and then if you if you want to own it so you can you know show it to your grandmother when you visit <laughs> her on the holidays I'm going to give it to my mom Nancy all right, so that was our interview with Nancy. They were uh, fun dudes to talk to. And I bought a thing of Pringles for everybody to eat that nobody ate, so I had to eat them later that night while laying in the fetal position and watching bad TV. I don't feel bad. I, mean, I don't feel bad at all. I mean, I'm really on the brink of my last day here with all this salt intake. So. That is true. I feel like I would have just lived a shorter life if I had eaten those Pringles. We should get this show to be sponsored by Morton Salt <laughs> because we're using a lot of it. 
are. Before we get to our featured interview with Tyler Lyle, we wanted to let you guys know that support for the Play Too Much podcast comes from Hi-Fi Records in Astoria, Queens. All right, so let's throw it out to Chris, who got to chat with Tyler Lyle, one of my faves. Just want you guys to know that. On the set of our session, shoot in Brooklyn's Color Station studio. Uh, so make sure you check out his session at playtoomuch.com and stick around for his performance after the interview. Um, so, what's up? How's it going? I'm doing very well, thank you. Cool, thank you for joining us. Thank you to <laughs> Troy and, and everyone for yeah, joining Yeah, no, this is out. a blast, yeah. It's been kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so you just got back from California, right? Yes. How was that? It was great. What uh, what'd you do out there? Okay, so uh, yeah, I released an album on June 2nd and did a release show in New York, and then uh, I flew to LA the week after and did a release show there. That's got to be exciting, right? Like It was really, yeah, yes. Well, the, the last time I released a full-length album, I was trying to bribe the Starbucks manager to let me stay to use their Wi-Fi so I could upload it up to Bandcamp. That was my last album release, so this was this was a little bit nicer. And what state was that in? That was in that was in California. That was in California. Yeah. Cool. So you kind of flipped it. You went to That's right. Came to New York and everything That's right. Everything changed around. Yeah. Cool. What'd you do in California besides playing shows? In and out burger? Oh man. You know, I, I have a theory about In and Out Burger. What's your theory? So In and Out Burger's cheap, but it's good. But Shake Shack is not cheap, but it's really good. So when you're talking about like whether or not In-N-Out and Shake Shack are comparable, they're not. They're not comparable because it's like a $7 burger versus like a $2 burger. Sure. So uh, so I didn't hit In-N-Out. What I did mean, you hit? What did I hit? Oh, God. You better uh, say Shake so, Shack. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I did some Korean barbecue. Uh, the father-in-law made some enchiladas. It was a pretty, a lot of fish tacos. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the father-in-law, you, you've got your wife here. And yes, that's, that's my, my lovely wife is here. So it, uh, the second song you played, right? Well, yeah. What was the name of that one? It's called 18. 18. Yeah. And I, that was influenced by, by your muse, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, are there, are there any specific references to you guys in that song? Or is it something you wrote like 20 years ago and you say it's for no, all the girls? I, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, I, that was the most recent song on the album. I watched a movie <laughs> called Boyhood. And... and uh, uh, not to spoil the movie or anything, but it ends when he's 18 and, and off to college. And I, I had sort of a weird upbringing in the South and went to a Christian college. And at 18, I was just like a square, weird little kid that like could have just like really used uh, like some weed. Sure. Because like, I, I spent my whole 20s like unlearning all these things. I unlearned it in the right way, but it would have been nice to just got like taking a shortcut. You know? Did you have any facial hair? Did it, uh, it was patchy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So what was that like going to going to Catholic school? Was it or it was uh, it was Methodist, uh, but it was very strict. It was in in uh, Wilmore, Kentucky. It was a place called Asbury College, uh, and it was uh, it was interesting. Uh, I I you know I I sort of grown up in church, but I didn't take it that seriously. Uh, but I kept getting in trouble for things like wearing shorts or uh, or wearing like a hat on Sundays, weird, weird stuff. Sure. So sure. Uh, after a year of that, I decided that I couldn't do that anymore. Our buddy Troy wakes up with a hat on Sundays. I know. So he's, he's, My he's, God. My God. No, I had to go talk to the administration and, and <laughs> tell them why right. I wore a beanie because it was cold outside. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Do you sit them down and you say, listen, here's here's how it's going to go. <laughs> I'm going to play music. I'm going to smoke some pot. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, and I'm, and I'm, you guys are just going to deal with it. I'm breaking out of here. No, yeah. they didn't deal with it. They uh, they were happy to see me go. So did you break out or, or I mean, how did, how did it go with, with you leaving that, that 
that environment was it was it forced upon you was it something that was or something that you wanted to do no i you know when you grow i i mean the the town that i grew up in i grew up 30 miles outside of a town with uh 20,000 people in it in west georgia it was a very rural very you know wasn't even suburban it was i, I mean you're either like uh in church on Sunday, or you're like, you know, the a, devil, the devil, right? right. You're cooking meth in, in the, in the back trailer. So, uh, so yeah, so I grew up in a, in a, in a pretty religious home, but, uh, you know, I went through college and, and took a lot of religious studies courses and philosophy courses and, and sort of found, found my own way out of that. Sure. Do you think that that's influenced you in any way? Like, uh, I mean, I'm sure lyrically and, and you're, you're, you're an incredible storyteller and, and that comes thank across you. in your songs. And thank you. do you think, were you influenced by by church music at all? Like like kind of like that gospel? Yeah, absolutely. Song? Yeah, the uh, my great great grandpa built the Methodist church that I went to, and my dad was the music of minister on Sunday mornings. But but like on uh, Saturday nights, he was playing in country and classic rock cover bands sure, and like sure. crappy honky tonks in, in okay. East Alabama. So yeah. like I got it, I got it from both sides. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What uh, what kind of classic rock like Skinnerd or? Yeah, he played some Skinnerd. Okay. Yeah, Skinnerd and. Uh, Cougar Mellencamp, the Cougar man, the Coog. Yeah, he would play Garth Brooks. There was a lot of country, a sure? lot of country growing up. Cool, cool. Yeah. What was your first car? My first car, car. vehicle, vehicle. I was a '96 white Mercury Sable. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And do you currently have a vehicle? I don't. All I right. don't. I sold my hatchback when we moved out here last September. Right on. Yeah. Cool. And I, I enjoy not having a vehicle. And you're leaving. You're living the American dream since then. Sure. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I haven't been hurt by not having a car. Cool. Uh, yeah. New York's been fun. And the winter has been tough, but yeah. rough fucking winter, man. Rough, rough, rough winter. Yeah. Uh, so what's, what's the name of the album? The album is called The Native Genius of Desert Plants. Cool. And where can people find it? <laughs> Any Anywhere on the internet. Cool. Yeah. Tyler, thank you so much for, for being here and, and thank you guys for, for chilling and hanging out with us. It's been cool. a blast. Th- yeah. Thank you guys very much. Happy Wednesday. Cool. Happy Wednesday, guys. <laughs> cool. Thank cool. you so much. Young men, they don't take what they've been given. Young men, they write songs about young women. And they just want to live forever. They just want to live forever. Amen. In a song, when they're gone. Amen And girls You know I hear that they buy potions And girls They buy creams and lotions And they just want to live forever They just want to live forever Amen like a daisy never fades, amen. And young brides, they live on through their children. And architects, they live on through their buildings. Presidents get statues of themselves. Novelists get their books on dusty shelves Mm. 
old men They are never in a hurry Old men Their faces free from worry They got old wine in the basement And boxing on the TV set, amen Some Patsy Cline Just killing time, amen and those men Like playing cards and going walking and Those old men they don't do too much talking Cause they don't care to live forever They don't care to live forever, amen Just to greet the end Like a friend, amen And the stone It returns to the ground there are no ghosts, no promises of sacred sound. And every statue disintegrates, and every word fades from every page. Young men. We don't take what we've been given Young men We do write songs about young women and We all just want to live forever and We are sorry we will never Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to rate and subscribe so we can keep doing this bad boy. You can tweet at me with your grievances uh, over how I described Big Sean at Alanasaurus, I-L-A-N-A-S-A-U-R-R-R-U-S. That just rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> R- you can also tweet R- me at, at uh, Shankletown. I'm not going to spell it. Just look it up. I don't really care if you follow me or not, but it would be cool. Ugh, just go follow him now because he doesn't want you to follow him. Just do it out of spite. Applebee's follows me now. Well, look at you. It's pretty exciting. But uh, that's our show for this week. Here's a rap song to get you in the Labor Day mood spirit. Can I get a beat, please? God, you're white. It's Labor Day weekend. We're hanging at the park. Gonna eat some food. There won't be sharks. Gonna eat chips. Oh, no, that's my weakness. Bye. I quit.